president views Speaker Mike Johnson as a MAGA extremist. Look, I would have to let the speaker speak for himself, obviously. He has, I think he has defined himself as that way. Uh, so he's going to have to answer that, that question for himself. And then she detonated her suicide vest. It was a tragic end to Crin Jean-Pierre's time as White House press secretary. Very sad, really, very sad. Uh, and then uh, uh, the Democrats, they uh, started sacking synagogues. It was like crystal knocked last night. It was, it was crazy. Well, happy Friday and uh, welcome. The uh, Democrat Party, now they've been running college campuses for quite some time now. Am I right about that, Michael? Turns out there was this seething anti-Semitism brewing just beneath the surface of the Democrat Party. They're the, you know, the party of, uh, of racism. Practically no group of people anywhere in the world with uh, such a racist legacy as the Democrat Party. Maybe Hamas, but you see how they've uh, joined up with Hamas, the Democrat Party, and, and Hamas, they're hand meat glove. Extraordinary stuff. I have uh, for you this morning a group of college students from New York City, from New York, a variety of uh, colleges and universities there, and uh, historically liberal uh, colleges and universities, uh, HC, uh, whatever they are, uh, <laughs> HLCUs, I think. And uh, the uh, boy, they uh, they use the word liberal, but they don't know what it means. It's an extraordinary thing. What do you hear these college students and what they're experiencing? I've been playing uh, for you the you know like the young women saying that the professors are telling them to take off anything with a star of David on it that they might be wearing on their college campus because it could be too dangerous. You know why? Democrats, because Democrats who are now uh, pro-Jihad, pro-Hamas, and uh, anti-Semites. But uh, pay no attention to that because I read in the Washington Post that that's no big deal. That's just fine. So we've got, uh, got a bit of an update for you on that. And there's a lot more, too. For example, the Washington Times and not the Washington Post. But the Washington Times lead story today Prosecutor says feds thwarted Biden inquiry. No follow-up on determination of credible bribery evidence. Uh, Because we live in a very corrupt time in the United States of America, and so much of our federal government has been corrupted by the left and the permanent bureaucracy. They're dug in, and they know that power is something to be abused. So they secure power, and then they abuse it. Naturally, they're, they're not liberals. They're the left. But an extraordinary story about, uh, about this, the, the uh, federal employees who wanted to do their job, but again and again, at every turn, they were cut off by the FBI, by the Justice Department. Uh, oh, sure, millions and millions of dollars flowing into the Biden family coffers from corrupt, corrupt actors all over the world, but pay no attention to that. And when people did try uh, to pay attention to it, you know, one of my old sayings, I have a lot of old sayings, don't I? One of my old sayings is, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. And in Washington, D.C., if you come forward and you attempt to tell the truth about leading Democrats like Joe Biden and the Biden family, well, the uh, permanent bureaucracy is there to cut you off at the pass, as it were. And a big update on that from yesterday that I, uh, I wish to share with you. Also, there is a new Speaker of the House, 
and you may be aware, uh, Mike Johnson of Louisiana. And the uh, Washington Times also has the story, Democrats waste no time hitting Johnson. They're hitting Johnson. Will campaign on MAGA extremists. This is what they're doing. And then, and then uh, you know, they're uh, supporting Hamas in the next breath. MAGA extreme. Wait, make America great again. Uh, yeah, you know, extremism in defense of liberty is no vice. Part of a famous quote from American politics, but the Democrat Party, they're not on our side, not on our side at all. Also, there's a madman still on the loose in Maine or thereabouts, having murdered 18 people and wounded 13 more. And lots and lots of law enforcement uh, rolled in. I don't know if you did you watch uh, any of the video of uh, law enforcement rolling in looking for this lunatic with, uh, you know, a combat style assault rifle. And and uh, I don't know if it's uh, full auto or burst or what it is, but uh, it's an AR-15 style rifle, but it may be the actual military version, an M4. Um, and in any case, he murdered 18 and wounded 13. And then he uh, ran off in his Subaru. He had a Subaru. And he uh, dumped his Subaru near the water's edge and left the door open like he fled in a hurry. And I said yesterday, and I'll say it again today, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we found him floating somewhere. If he's a floater, uh, it would be appropriate uh, and unsurprising if, uh, if he committed suicide. Uh, the police are, are on the hunt, and I, I noticed in the, in the videos a lot of law enforcement are carrying AR-15-style rifles, and uh, uh, many of them arrived in what you might call armored vehicles. You remember Joe Biden uh, angrily demanding that law enforcement stop using armored vehicles? Oh, uh, you're threatening the neighborhoods. And he made up all this idiotic stuff because he's brain damaged, very severely brain damaged, as you know. Uh, and uh, last night, yesterday, we saw police using light armored vehicles, uh, but uh, enough to uh, sustain gunfire from an AR-15 or an M4 rifle. And that's appropriate because we'd like our law enforcement to not be murdered by this lunatic who was in a mental asylum just a few months ago for weeks and probably shouldn't have been let out, delete probably. And, uh, and uh, hey, don't they have these red flag laws like where you're committed to a mental institution and maybe at that point they should take away your rifles? I because uh, I uh, know we've talked about that a lot for about 30 years and uh, the Democrats been pushing for all this. Now, they, uh, Joe Biden pushing for more, uh, you know, bans. See, they, what they do not want to ban, they want to make mandatory. And of course, you know, liberals don't care what you do as long as it's mandatory. So we've got uh, we've got those items to uh, share with you today. In addition to more Democrat Party stuff, the the State Department yesterday put out a statement on Intersex Awareness Day. Intersex Awareness Day. They've got a day of intersex awareness, and the State Department was observing it yesterday. It is uh, embarrassing for everyone. What is an intersex person, Michael? Yeah, nobody knows. They don't even know. They have days. They don't even know what they're for. But we do know that they're suffering from gender dysphoria, the entire Democratic Party, I think, at this point. They're quite confused. They tell children that uh, the boys might not be boys and the girls might not be girls and, and that those aren't their only choices. They've got, in some cases, dozens, scores, more than 100 choices 
when it comes to gender because Democrats, because Democrats, that's the thing. Yeah, but yesterday, the State Department Intersex Awareness Day. How do you think that's going over in most of the sane world to the extent that we have a sane world remaining? Uh, the Washington Post, very excited today to announce that uh, the left has melted down out of bitterness like the Taliban because they're so much like the Taliban these days. Are they, Michael, do you think the Democrat Party is more like the Taliban today or Hamas? More, you think, leaning Hamas, leaning Taliban? Too much Bible study in the Taliban. Maybe too much Bible study from the Taliban. That's, uh, that's uh, inside, it's just, it's quite amazing. Inside the secretive melting of Civil War monument, Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee, who uh, was a Confederate general who worked for the Confederate president, Jefferson Davis, who was the Democrat. And, of course, Abraham Lincoln, the Republican, who was naturally murdered by a Democrat, the first Republican president ever. But uh, pay no attention to that. But uh, the, uh, the Democrats, and they're excited at the Washington Post, they melted down a statue of Robert E. Lee because they're, they're the Taliban. And, you know, you could take it and put it in a museum or something. But no, they, they sawed the face off and they melted it down and they brought camera crews and they brought the Washington Post and like, uh, uh, kalaka laka, kalaka laka, Muhammad Jihad, I think is uh, kind of what they said. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, 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 that is your, your Democrat party. And uh, Robert E. Lee statue that sparked Charlottesville riot is melted down like his face was crying, is the headline. It's making international news, news all over the world, because the Democrats are erasing their history. They continue to erase their history. Speaking of Democrats, intruder, there was an intruder arrested twice, not once, but twice because the Democrats let him go after the first arrest. Intruder arrested twice Wednesday at RFK Jr.'s home. What's this? Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's now uh, running for president as an independent because the Democrats uh, forced him out of the Democrat Party. He's a member of the Kennedy family as Father was assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan, who the Democrats paroled in California recently. Still waiting for Gavin Newsom to sign the paperwork uh, to let him out of prison. But the California Parole Board said, sure, you can go. Maybe you'd like to date my daughter, they thought. Uh, But intruder arrested twice Wednesday at RFK's uh, home, RFK Jr.'s home. And RFK tweeted, Yesterday, an intruder climbed the fence at my home and was arrested. After being released from police custody later in the day, he immediately returned to my home and was arrested again. Was it Sirhan Sirhan Sirhan? If Sirhan Sirhan had a son, would it be Sirhan Sirhan Sirhan? I think that's a legitimate question, isn't it? I'm not sure how that carries on. Uh, in the Islamic world, but there it is. So an intruder showed up, climbed the fence, arrested. That's good. Then they brought him down, uh, you know, to book him for being a potential political assassin. And then they said, oh, you can go. Uh, Because Democrats love to let criminals go. They love criminals. But anyone that doesn't sing from their sheet music, you know, can die. That's the thing about that. Immediately returned to my home and was arrested again after being immediately released, after being released in no time at all. 
because your Democrat Party believes that criminals should not be incarcerated but should be back on the street to commit crime again, which is why homicides are skyrocketing, carjackings are off the charts, looting is commonplace in America today, mob street violence, including last night in New York City, the pro-Hamas Democrat Party mob was out there and they were chanting again. They had to, they, they, had a, they, they freshened up their chant a little bit uh, last night. It's still genocidal, uh, and the Democrat Party is, you know, they're good with that because they are genocidal, because they're not liberals, they're the left. Keep that in mind. That makes all the difference in the world. Once you find that light switch in your head and flip it, wait a minute, they really aren't liberals. Chris Plant was right. They're the left. You bet your bottom dollar they are. Crazy, man. Crazy. Jewish Studio City family says break-in suspect wanted to kill them because of their faith. This is in Los Angeles, California, Studio City. Uh, home invasion broke in, wanted to murder them because, you know, Jews. That's the, uh, that's the thing. Uh, Republican congresswoman who the media just despise, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, the anger, the rage against Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is uncommon. Marjorie Taylor Greene moves to censure Democrat Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, who is a jihadi, for, quote, leading an anti-American and anti-Semitic insurrection. And again, the insurrection was alive and well on college campuses. It is alive and well on college campuses. They were marching day before yesterday. Last night in New York City, the mob of Democrat voting jihadis, and that's what they are, They are the useful idiots of the jihad, and a lot of them are college professors and college administrators and and certainly college students, and the rest are college graduates because they went there to be brainwashed and indoctrinated. They're not sure what gender they are. They know they're lefties, and they're pretty sure they're jihadis. You know, the Democrats have had a long string of suicide attacks here in the United States, attacking the Capitol Police at... uh, U.S. Capitol Police on Capitol Hill murdering one, severely wounding another, suicide attack, Democrat, radical. Suicide attack where Steve Scalise, Congressman Steve Scalise, was shot. A Bernie Sanders volunteer tried to mow down an entire baseball field of Republican members of Congress in a suicide attack. Suicide attack against NYPD officers Ramos and Lou in New York City. Suicide attack against the police in at a Black Lives Matter rally in Dallas. Suicide attack against the police in Baton Rouge. Yep. So we've got uh, we got some stories for you today. I'll tell you. Good ones. And we are at 888-630-9625. I wish the Democrats would take a week off. Do they ever stop? The answer is no. It's a rhetorical question. They never stop. The true fanatics, the true extremists in the United States of America, perhaps the greatest threat to civilization is the left having secured power the way they have in the United States of America. 888-630-9625.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, So this uh, family in Los Angeles, uh, a Jewish family, minding their own business in their home. And a uh, crazier than anybody, a, a, a Palestinian, it turns out the guy, the knife-wielding lunatic in only his underwear, attacked the family in their Studio City home uh, and um, wanted to kill them because he said they're Israeli. Uh, and he had a big knife and undies, and he was uh, sweaty and uh, creepy and, you know, not a not a good neighbor type of person. You can tell by the photo of him uh, nearly naked screaming and his uh, tattoos, and, and he's crazy. Jewish Studio City family says break-in suspect wanted to kill them because of their faith is the... The headline, a Studio City family that said they're terrified after waking up to a man in his underwear who had broken into their home and threatened to kill them. The family said the intruder wanted to kill them because of their Jewish faith. The officials, uh, police officials are now investigating the break-in as a hate crime. I love that. The Democrats love hate, don't they? Hate is their favorite thing. And then, you know, no, it was a love crime. A lunatic in his underwear with a giant knife wanted to murder the whole family. Of course, it's a hate crime. Isn't every crime a hate crime? You you really think that there are happy crimes or love crimes or something? Efret Myers is uh, is nine months pregnant. She lives at home with her husband and four young children. I've got some... uh, News media coverage from this. And what do you hear these college students in New York talking about what it's like to be on a a, a quote-unquote liberal campus in New York City these days? Well, the home invasion in Studio City, uh, Los Angeles, California, was initially reported as a Palestinian man because he showed up in his underwear with a big knife and wanted to kill them because they're Jews, and he was chanting and screaming, Free Palestine. Local reports said, oh, yeah, he's a Palestinian man. Uh, Upon further review, turns out, no, he he might be an illegal alien, but he's uh, apparently not a uh, Palestinian at all. He's just a leftist who has bought into the Democrat Party's campaign against uh, the existence of Israel. They're anti-Zionist. They believe the state of Israel should not exist anymore. If you're a Democrat and you're Jewish, you got some splaining to do. But it is a, uh, a pretty extraordinary story, nonetheless, out of Los Angeles, California, given the current climate here in the United States, created, of course, by 
the Democrat Party. You may remember them. They used to be a legitimate political party in the United States of America. Now, uh, crazy, bet guano crazy. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to some audio out of Los Angeles, California, and the local news out there. Again, a Studio City family said they were terrified waking up to a man in his underwear who had broken into their home and threatened to kill them all. Family said the intruder wanted to kill them because of their Jewish faith. And uh, now they think it might be a hate crime, but they wouldn't want to leap to any conclusions. They should probably just let him go, don't you think? Uh, Efrat Myers is nine months pregnant. She lives at home with her husband, as you might, and four young children, plus one in the oven. She told Fox 11 in Los Angeles, California, that the family was sleeping. They were sleeping, sweet as you please, Tuesday night, when the screaming man broke into their house. The guy opened the door, broke my door with his leg, came inside my room, and my husband pushed him immediately. Husband jumped up and pushed him immediately. The intruder, identified as Daniel Garcia, Angel Garcia, was pushed out into the yard, but Myers said he would not stop screaming. And, of course, he's in his underwear and he's uh, got his big knife and uh, all that stuff, and he's screaming how he wants to kill them all. Let's go to the local news because local news is always fun. Let's go to, uh, to Good Day L.A. Gigi Gracietti. It's Gigi Gracietti of Good Day L.A., of course. Uh, uh, Gigi Gracietti. They just call her Gigi uh, Gracietti. And she's the reporter. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. There's the suspect. Over and over again, this is what the suspect was yelling as he was being taken into custody after reportedly breaking into a family home at 525 this morning. And on suspect broke into the residence here inside with four children. The terrified family in Studio City calling 911, asking for help after they say the suspect yelled that he wanted to, quote, kill them because he reportedly said they're Israeli. Israeli, or, you know, close enough anyway. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, honestly, this is uh, what is going on in the United States of America. This is not an isolated incident by any stretch of the imagination. And it is being driven by the jihad in the Middle East, which uh, has been taken up by the left in the United States and the Democrat Party. Uh, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, of course, and AOC and the jihad squad, they're all in favor of this, and uh, Bauman, and they're, they're a whole lot of them. Also, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat leader in the House of Representatives, of course, was raised by, mentored by, his professor uncle Leonard Jeffries, who is a famous anti-Semite from way, way back. Uh, good day, L.A. And Gigi, I like Gigi. She's doing a good job, Gigi. Meanwhile, the man, found only wearing underwear, kept on shouting facts and figures about Palestine facts. and other comments not suitable for television. The average age of the Palestinians is 19 years old. A, uh, that's an interesting, um, if obscure facts and fi- facts, she said, facts. Did you check to see they were facts or, or are they just claims, facts and figures about Palestinians? And he's yelling, free, free Palestine, which means he's, uh, he might be an illegal alien, but he's a Democrat voter. He, he, is, uh, he was taken into custody, but did they, Michael, do we know if they just let him go again? Probably. Like the guy at the uh, Robert F. Kennedy home 
because uh, and then Fox LA, Fox 11 LA. It's Christina Gonzalez uh, covered the uh, story for uh, the Fox affiliate in Los Angeles, California. The family's sleeping. It's five in the morning. The wife, who, by the way, is nine months pregnant, four small children, and the husband, he jumps out of bed when a man breaks into their bedroom screaming. Now, they say that this is the same man who in the past has been by the house asking for food and water and saying things about their religion, about being Jewish, but that they never imagine it would get to what happened it would get to what happened they never imagined it would get to what happened and that's uh, probably true being a news reporter is different than it used to be <laughs> but that's uh, that's and he he would come by the house so he's probably like a crazy uh, homeless um, you know maybe illegal alien uh, daniel garcia and shows up and uh, breaks into their home at 5:25 a.m. with a big knife in his underwear uh, screaming about freeing Palestine because they're Jewish, of course. So the Democrat Party has organized the mentally ill. Uh, that's one of their very important constituencies is mentally ill, mentally ill people. And uh, this guy is, uh, is apparently one of them. But you know what we do with the mentally ill in the United States? We throw them out on the sidewalk and uh, say, son, you're on your own. But what am I going to do for lunch today? You're on your own. Where am I going to sleep tonight? You're on your own. It's uh, time that we started incarcerating the mentally ill and cleaning up our cities. I, uh, I have pointed out many times before, and I saw it because it's important. And I saw just a couple of days ago someone else take up the mantle that, uh, that I honestly have been trying to bring to the attention of American political leaders and of the American people. And that is in 1963, we had more than 500,000 people in the United States in mental institutions. And today we've got about 45,000 people in mental institutions. And our population has increased by, you know, 130 million people or so in that period of time. But we don't put mentally ill people in mental institutions anymore. One of them just murdered a whole bunch of people, 18 people and wounded 13 more in Maine. He was in a mental institution weeks ago. This guy, Daniel Garcia, broke into the home of his Jewish neighbors and threatened to murder them all with a big knife. Uh, the, the husband, the man of the household, attacked him, uh, wrestled him, combated him, dragged him into the yard. Then the police came. And the Democrats are against the police, too. you got to keep that in mind. That is, uh, that's, that's amazing. But, uh, you know, 51%, according to a Harvard-Harris poll that came out just days ago, 51% of Americans between the ages of 18 and 24 believe that the uh, murderous attack on October 6th was justified. That's the word that was used in the poll, that it was justified. And that's your Democrat Party. You know why? Democrats. And again, who is this end wokeness on Twitter the other day posting my stats, a variation on my stats that I've been putting up? End wokeness on X said in 1955, we had 560,000 people 
that were patients in mental asylums. Today we have 35,000. 560,000 in 1955, 35,000 today. The rest of them have been thrown onto our streets, mostly but not entirely in big cities. And I'm going to guess that uh, Daniel Garcia is one of the people that really shouldn't be on the street. In fact, maybe he shouldn't be in the United States. I don't know whether he's here legally or not, but it's Southern California. And you may be aware that there's a lot of this going on these days because of Democrats. But uh, Daniel Garcia and uh, Fox 5. This is actually the mother on the phone, the pregnant mother. The, oh, this is uh, mom, the pregnant uh, mother in the, uh, in the household. She's nine months pregnant. She um, has four children at home and her husband sound asleep minding their own business at 5.25 a.m. Her name is Efrat Myers, Efrat Myers. The guys opened the door, break my door with his leg. He came inside my room. My husband pushed him immediately. He was begging, don't shoot me, but you're Jewish. I'm going to kill you because you're Jewish. Everybody, uh, Israel killing people and trying to say, I saw everything on the protest. He was like, he was drunk, but still he saw so many for like six, seven minutes. He didn't talk about about anything only because we're Jewish and he needs to kill us because we're Jewish. Well, naturally, you know, what else uh, are you supposed to do? It's, come on, this is, uh, it's a, uh, it is a, I heard somebody, I used, uh, I used the turn of phrase, a Ronald Reagan speech from long ago. It is a time of choosing. And I've been using this phrase uh, uh, sporadically for the last couple of weeks, talking about uh, Israel and Hamas and the Democrat Party has really gone pretty much all in with Hamas. It's not something that I thought I'd ever see. I think most people thought that we'd never see this. But we, uh, I have audio that I want to share with you also from college students in New York City, the city that never sweeps. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just appalling what, what the Democrats have done to American politics and to college campuses and and on and on, just uh, just amazing. Mm, 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 mm. That's what I'm telling you. Um, and I wanna I wanna share that with you uh, a little bit uh, a little bit later. Also, I I don't know well how the weather is where you guys are, but in Washington D.C. we're having beautiful beautiful weather. And what it's supposed to be, I think, 78 degrees today, and sunny. And so I'm calling on a bunch of friends to come out for happy hour because it's happy hour and uh, it's Friday and it's going to be beautiful and it's not going to be beautiful for too many weeks more. And here's one of the, and this weekend is going to be 80 degrees and sunny and beautiful in Washington, D.C. Should take full advantage of, uh, can we call it an Indian summer? Is that, has then been prohibited? Because we used to call this Indian summer a little late in the season and getting some Indian summer. Maybe we'll call it like Elizabeth Warren summer. We could call it Elizabeth Warren summer. Uh, or maybe gypsy summer. Can we call it gypsy summer? Because we're stealing a few nice days. We're stealing a few more nice days. Pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, 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 uh. Man, oh man, oh man. Um, we should take a phone call. I haven't taken a phone call yet. It's Friday and, and uh, it's great to be an American in spite of it all. Um, 
Let's go to, uh, let's see, do, 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 let's go to, uh, uh, wait, we, yeah, let's go to Chris. Let's go to Chris calling from Port Clinton, Ohio, having nothing to do with Bill and Hillary Clinton. Chris, you're on the Chris Plant Show. <laughs> hi, hi, Chris. Hey. Beautiful day here on the shores of Lake Erie. Wonderful, Absolutely wonderful. Gorgeous. And Lake Erie's made a... Yes. And Lake Erie is beautiful and clean and crisp and uh, and and undiscovered at this point, isn't it? Yes, in some spots you can actually see the bottom when you get out close to Kelly's Island. It's absolutely beautiful. It is underappreciated. It's, it may be our most underappreciated uh, 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 Great Lake. Uh, and it's because, you know, you had like, you know, the, the uh, red moon rising on the Cuyahoga River, you know, when the Cuyahoga River, uh, River caught on fire decades ago. But the Great Lakes have been cleaned up. Uh, they all have in Lake Erie and, and the islands uh, there. Uh, and and uh, it's it's just beautiful there, isn't it? Don't tell anybody, though. Yes, it's a, it's absolutely gorgeous. I love the show. Long-time listener, please never quit radio. I love <laughs> listening to you. Well, thank please. you very kindly. I'll, uh, I'll try. Uh, it's, uh, no, I, I have no intention of uh, quitting ever, actually. <laughs> yeah. Please, please. And I know where there's 525 very unstable, mentally incapacitated people that should be incarcerated immediately. Tell me, you're crazy people at five? Because we were just talking about the, you know, 560,000 people that were institutionalized in 1955. But you say you know where there are 525 mentally ill people that should be incarcerated down the road from me? Yep, right down the road from you. Like, immediately they need to go. Uh, and that is... Oh well, that's our politicians. Yeah, the Congress, of course. It's the it's the Congress. Congress yeah, and Senate. Yeah, yeah. yeah there are five hundred and five hundred and thirty-five. Uh, it is, uh, uh, and it is. Uh, you're you're right. We've got uh, the Congress. We've talked about just putting. Remember when Nancy Pelosi put a fence around the the entire Capitol building and the Capitol Hill? That was a great opportunity. We should have made that permanent and and kept them in. Absolutely, For completely the, insane people. Completely insane people, and it is just—it is nuts out there, isn't it, Chris? I mean, you—you you know, you live—you yep. live in America. You're surrounded by pretty much normal people, right? Hey, where did he go? Huh? You're surrounded in Port Clinton, Ohio. You got normal people there, don't you? Absolutely, very normal people. <laughs> very normal people. Can you imagine that? See, very Chris, American. Very, very patriotic. Oh, I'm moving to Port Clinton, Ohio. Chris, uh, thank you very much, buddy. Thanks, uh, thanks for the call. And you're, you're right. We've got, uh, and, and honestly, the streets of Washington D.C. and practically every block, uh, any place where there are people walking around, there are crazy, mentally ill people, and it's uh, true that a lot of them are are members of Congress. I right, now. Uh, I want to uh, share with you this Second Amendment moment. The Second Amendment is, of course, the amendment that guarantees all the other amendments. And, and in Studio City, California, when then I believe the family is Israeli, uh, the man of the house with the home invader with a knife in his underwear telling him he's going to kill them because they're Jews, <clears throat> Mendel Myers, and I think they may actually be Israeli, Mendel Myers told the news media 
that when the crazy man with a knife was standing there in his underwear in their house at 525 in the morning with his nine-month pregnant wife and his four other little kids in the house, uh, the crazy person came in, and he pretended to have a gun, even though he didn't have a gun, and he's yelling, get my gun, get my gun, and the home invader uh, freaked out because he just thought the mere suggestion that Mendel Myers might have a gun to pull out on him. I jumped to the bed and I pushed him outside, first of all, and I start to scream for my wife, bring me the gun. Meyer says he does not own a gun, but was the only thing that came to mind to protect his pregnant wife and four kids from the intruder. I start to scream him, I'm going to shoot you, and he got scared. He picked up his end up, and he told me, don't shoot, don't shoot. He told him, I'm going to shoot you, and he got scared and put his hands up and said, don't shoot, don't shoot, even though he didn't have a gun. This Second Amendment moment brought to you by The Chris Plant Show. Um, boy, that is, uh, that's really something. Uh, let's, uh, real quick, we don't have any time at all, but uh, I think Jim in Louisa, Virginia. Jim, you're on The Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Uh, happy, beautiful Friday. Uh, Louisa, an island of normal in central Virginia where everybody is armed. So uh, <laughs> anyway, but... Growing up in Chicago, you're no doubt familiar with the Butterfield Blues Band, uh, but their their very first song and their very first album, the very first line, uh, it's called Born in Chicago, but you, your comment that you're on your own, it kind of reminds me of this, but uh, the, the, the song goes, I was born in Chicago in 1941, my daddy told me, son, you better get a gun. And <laughs> he goes on to sing about gun violence in Chicago in, uh, in the early 60s is when this album was released, but... Uh, but anyway, it kind of kind of fits with uh, your topics today. It sure does. It uh, certainly does. And uh, we pulled up the song actually. We um, because we were, we were just uh, listening. To, we were singing along. And uh, also, I note that the lyrics their their grammar is excellent. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.